So there was this um, several, multiple year gap in between my enjoyment of the Game Boy as an entertainment device and uh, my utilization of it as an instrument. And I, my first console was a Game Boy Color. I think I got it when I was nine or ten years old. And the Pokemon games were my favorite games. I was a Pokemon Blue fan. And uh, I, it was, it was my favorite thing to do. And I had never thought of it as an instrument until I think, I think when I was in high school, before uh, 8-Bit Collective had gone down, I heard a song by Wiz Wars called Three Million Light Years Away. And I still didn't, it didn't hit me at the point. It just, I was like, this sounds a lot like video game stuff but I don't know how they did it. I don't know if I can do this. And this was before I started making music at all. Um, maybe a couple years later, I started dabbling. And uh, fast forward maybe four or five years, I was studying animation in China. And uh, I was part of this video game community. Um, I had been part of this video game community called The Escapist Magazine for eight years, nearly eight years. and. One of my friends linked me this playlist called Aercia Playlist. I think it's kind of gained some popularity. And there was this track um, by Bitshifter on it, and I discovered his music. And uh, it really caught me off guard because I think he was one of the first people in the, um, in the pioneers of Tune. And there are some really crazy bass sounds you can get out of that little sound chip. And that really piqued my interest. And I messaged him and asked him what his setup was. And I figured out that there was this entire world of people creating music on old video game hardware. And so I ordered a Game Boy and I ordered a flash cartridge and uh, I bought LSDJ. And I just, I started messing around with it. And I think the first cover that I did was uh, a weird remix of Pallet Town. Uh, I don't think I've actually played any games on it since I got it maybe three years ago. So that's that was a very long, drawn-out story, but that's what happened. So on this week's show, I would like to introduce the amazing Nintendo Game Boy animator and musician, Azuria Sky. Hi. Thanks for so, having me on the show. No problem at all. Like the first time I saw you actually I think was on um was on the Fantastic Plastics uh Instagram. Yeah, it was on the Fantastic Plastics Instagram. Oh. That's where I first saw you. And then I asked actually them. That was a pretty wonderful show. It was the first time that I'd um seen them play and I uh they have a theremin in their setup and it's really really cool and I was really fascinated by it. The only instruments that I would ever claim to be able to play well are the piano and the violin. <clears throat> um, my history with that, um, there's kind of a funny story. When I was eight years old, my parents took me to see the Moscow Chamber Orchestra, who had come to visit our town, and they told me I was fascinated. I fell immediately asleep, and then I woke. <laughs> I woke when they started playing the encore, which was Yankee Doodle. 
And I, from that moment on, I begged them to let me play, learn the violin. And I begged and I begged and I begged, and they started me off on the piano, and I loved the piano. But I still kept begging for the violin, so I ended up learning them sort of side by side um, from the age of nine. Um, I was a horrible student. I never wanted to practice any of the technical etudes that were prescribed to me. So I just tried to, so like since the beginning, I, I just tried to learn songs by listening to the tracks, the CDs, and trying to read the sheet music and put two and two together. And um, my teachers got very frustrated with me because they're like, "You're that's that's not how you learn to play piano. That's not you have to practice all of these tech technicalities." So I, I quit. <laughs> maybe a couple years in and as a consequence I can basically functionally read sheet music but I can't really sight read or anything uh, I forget the sheet music as soon as I learn it I just like try to remember where the, the notes are on the actual piano and the same is with violin I was doing some Twitter stalking of you earlier on and uh, I think one thing that kind of amused me or made me interested in talking to you was that you not I mean not only are you a musician and and a poet but also um you had on your twitter feed this uh this joke about uh a a linux distro oh, the pseudo, um, package manager the pseudo get thing uh i i guess i would call myself a computer nerd uh i have another funny story about when i started using a computer so my dad tells me that when i was one year old um he got some computer games for me, uh, or a computer for me, and uh, he's tried to show me how to do things, and I whacked his hand off the mouse and started clicking around. <laughs> so I had an early start. I've always been on the computer. Um, uh, the internet is also very important to me. It was my main method of communication. Uh, I started learning programming when I was in middle school. Um, I had this how to learn basic um, program that was very fun. There was this character called Media Man, and he had a dog called Goo, and he was a <clears throat> he had a CD for a head, and the dog was a floppy disk with googly eyes. I do have a post from you that I I saw, and I think it was on your Patreon, and uh, it was talking about your your illness as of late, and it had a, a tooth extraction. Do, do you want to talk about that? Uh, yeah. I I tend to be. I think if anything, I tend to be too open mm -hmm. about 
things that I'm going through. Uh, obviously, my music is about being open. Um, so, um, I struggle with mental health issues. Um, they've been going on for all my life. And <clears throat> unfortunately, for mental health, it's um, your brain is an organ just like the rest of your body. And um, when one of your organs is not functioning correctly, it affects the rest of your uh, body. Even though we separate it as mental and physical, um, we're in the end we're all one one organism. And uh, because of the challenges that I faced. I was, for a very long time, unable to take care of myself in some very basic ways, and uh, my health started deteriorating. Um, the the tooth the tooth thing was that I had an abscessed tooth for five years, and that um, the reason why I only got it pulled now is a whole different story, and um, I can get into that later if you want, but. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's very hard to deal with some days. Um, it can be very crippling on a physical and a mental level. And, uh, I've been slowly learning how to take care of myself. I, I mean, I wish, I wish we had a video link cause then, you know, you could see me nodding. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, when it comes to mental health, my understanding of it at least is that, it's not like physical health where you can, um, where the doctor can check you out and say you're great. So you can even appear to everyone else to be completely together, if I might use that term. Um, yeah. But in reality, you're not. And then sometimes it's even hard to try and get help because uh, people look at you and they say, you're, "There's nothing wrong with you. You're you're just sad, you know." Or or you, you know, you're just high. Unfortunately, that happens. Or, yeah. or all these issues. You're just anxious. You're a little anxious. You know what have you? Um, and uh, I, I can, I definitely see that. I know, I know personally. Um, I, uh, whenever I go to the dentist, uh, the dentist always says, "You have the teeth of a fifty-year-old, right? You, you have ground these teeth to the point where I can't believe you're not in constant pain." From these teeth right yeah. and uh it just comes from just sheer nervousness and when i look at my dad who uh also i could tell he clenched his jaw way too much it's just an anxiety um you know difficulty uh just just dealing with uh everyday things so when i was in university i was paralyzed to the point where i didn't buy new furniture you know, I had problems even, you know, taking my clothes to the laundromat. I, you know, I didn't go I to the dentist, understand. didn't pay any bills, didn't do anything, right? And, uh, it, it, you know, people might say, well, why didn't you do that? And I, I would say that to a certain extent it was anxiety, but at, at, at the same time, it was just, there was a, a, a high degree of exhaustion that comes with it as well, where I was actually physically tired, like I couldn't yeah. bring myself to do anything because I was just tired and all I could do was just, you know, sit in the bath was what I did for a long time. It sounds very, uh, oversaid, but some days literally the only thing you can do, 
the only energy that you have is just to hang in there. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I mean, I guess, I don't know if your music might, it sounds cliche, but maybe your music might help you sort of like a, almost like a release valve to try and uh, get some of it out. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe. It, it definitely is. Um, I always feel better um, when I confront things and uh, process things. I've always been a fan of uh, laying everything out and looking at them in broad daylight um, because I think that's the only way that we can grow and heal and recover. And uh, it's, it's very hard. It's, um, there's, there's a time and place for everything, and um, sometimes it's very hard to do that. actually looked at your your intro on your your um youtube i noticed that you said that uh you know music you discovered music kind of by accident and you said that really i mean uh it's like your catharsis i guess what brings you peace and and what is your what is your muse um i that's the thing about catharsis is very true um, I, I dabbled around when I was younger to try to compose something on the piano, and it was just, it was very silly. I was like 10 years old. And the, the first time I really ended up writing something was purely out of this, this, this need that I had. I had gone through <clears throat> a breakup when I was 18. That was that affected me a lot and I was in a lot of pain at the time and uh, through necessity or through some sort of desperation of my my heart and mind trying to heal I started hearing music literally just in my head there's this melody and uh, I felt compelled to write it down and with the trial version of FL Studio that I had that um, could not read any saved files, I kept it open for two weeks and tried my best to write it down. And um, <clears throat> until this day, that melody is still something that uh, affects me very deeply. It's something very close to me. Um, so I, I guess I wouldn't say that music technically brings peace to me, but it's a very vital function, sort of similar to breathing. And um, <clears throat> the way it works for me, which might sound a little bit crazy, is that um, when I am feeling emotional, um, whether it's a good emotion or a negative emotion, um, I hear notes in my head. 
And so uh, literally everything that I've written has been a direct expression of an emotion that I felt. So um, the reason that I that I have my description on my Patreon as creating musical diaries or musical stories is because that um, everything that you hear is like a, a log of my life and uh, feelings that I felt. I guess some people might um, see smells or they might hear colors and maybe in a sense you're kind of hearing your emotion in your head. I think that's definitely the case. Um, I had um, never seriously looked at synesthesia until maybe last year, and um, I, I'm sure a lot of people have done this too, uh, just dismissing it as something that's kind of crazy. And I certainly felt that way for a long time, but um, I looked into what it actually was, and I learned that it was way more subtle than the um, like wild hallucinations that I had imagined. And apparently I have synesthesia. Um, it's, I guess you could say that the musical part of it is like a emotional to audio <clears throat> sort of thing. Because it's not, it's, you're right, it's, it's not, there's no conscious effort when I compose my songs. I'm literally listening to something that's going on in my head. <clears throat> and um, there are, I've noticed that there are, certain songs that produce a very uh, very distinct and repeatable like visual um, reaction for me in my head. So that's been a very interesting thing to come to terms with. I, it's, I mean, to some that might sound like a gift. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, it does sound like it helps with the creative process. Um, it kind of makes me wonder just out loud right now, whether it might almost be a kind of a um a spectrum and if like maybe to a certain extent we're all sort of like that in the sense that i mean if you have thoughts that translate to certain sounds and then you write those down and then other people when they hear the music they get similar i meant to say emotions they get similar emotions then could it maybe be that you might be aware of a link or you might be able you 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 have a sense that is is maybe hooked up a little differently or 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 more strongly than other people have you ever thought about that i haven't and that's a really interesting thing to think about um <clears throat> especially because um i think the subconscious goal that i had in my head when i when i started uh, posting my music online was that I hoped that someday somebody would understand the feelings that I was expressing to sort of like be able to converse with somebody in this nonverbal way. And it shocked me a lot when um, I think it was a Chipwin review that somebody did of um, a Celtic song. Uh, that I submitted as part of a compilation and they basically described exactly what I was feeling when I wrote the song and it was flabbergasting so I, I think I think you're right about that maybe that's maybe that's what's going on
Um, so this is an untitled poem that I wrote in July 2012. I look into the sky and see your spirit drifting in the silken blue. The only thing that floods my mind is the rush of yearning, the tug of that missing piece that you flew away with so many ages ago. A powerful enigma, the fleeting light paints out a glowing scene. Ghostly tendrils trail over your mind. Emotions shift with each lapse of the sky. Each transparent shade tugs silently in your mind. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for、uh, listening to me read. So you you have a Patreon page,、um, and、uh, that's where people can go to kind of, you know,、uh, be patrons,、uh, support you in your exploration and in your、uh, you know your composition of music and poetry and art. And I'll definitely link to that.、Uh, can you give us the URL anyway here? So my Patreon is www.patreon.com/azeriasky, all one word. So Sky, thanks so so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It was very very lovely talking to you.
Well, that's all for this very musical episode. Thanks so, so much for Sky for being on the program. If you'd like to hear previous shows, remember you can go to shareaslicepodcast.com. If you want to hear more of Azuria Sky's stuff and purchase some of the songs, remember you can go to her Bandcamp page. That's azuria-sky.bandcamp.com. And it's A-Z-U-R-I-A for Azuria. You can hear more of her stuff also on her SoundCloud page. It's soundcloud.com slash azuriasky with no dash. And her webpage where you can find all the stuff is azuria-sky.net. There'll be a link also to her Patreon account as well in the show notes. This show's song credits are Wasted by Chromatics Music and Starlight, I Looked Up at the Stars, I'm Not Perfect, Listen, Zephyr, Stellaria, and these are all by Azuria Sky. And right now you're actually listening to a remix of a song featuring vocals by Azuria Sky. It's called Stay and it's by E-Halls and Send Off, and there'll be a link to that as well in the show notes. Remember that the show notes are available at the podcast website, shareslicepodcast.com. If you could spare a few moments to like the podcast over at iTunes or write a review, that would be much, much appreciated. Do consider doing that. So thanks so much for listening to this show, and I uh, hope you'll be back for the next one. Be wild. Wild.